Welcome back to the original box set Shadowrun podcast. Odysseus and Gears have taken the job to pick up Lino. They have to make sure no one knows he's gone, and that means legwork. Lots of it. They settle into a safe house nearby Lino's place and begin to learn his habits. They need to find out who he spends time with, where he works, and when he's away from the watchful eye of Aegis Safeguard Securities. Meanwhile, the two runners have some personal work to do as they keep tabs on Lino. Our GM is Max, and he's not making it easy for Gears and Odysseus to get the job done quick. Gears is played by Jay, and Odysseus is played by John. If you're enjoying the podcast, please consider becoming a patron at www.patreon.com slash original box set. Thanks for listening. It's going to be a milk run. Famous last words. All right. It's Friday. It's past lunch. It's probably three or four by now. You guys can start immediately. The weekend's coming up. The address for him is up in Everett. And so you guys are... The Das Beer Garden is in downtown. So 30 minutes on the highway. This time of day, not a big deal. You're in Everett. Well... I don't want to start right away. I got a little bit of business I need to take care of first. And then tonight, like, I was thinking maybe tonight we could meet at this Yan Yan guy's place and kind of set up a headquarters there. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'll, while you're taking care of your business, I'll, I'll give Yan Yan a call and, uh, and set up a time frame. Sounds good. And set up a base. What do you want to get taken care of, Jim? I want to go back and fix that guy's heater. And then take a look at the car and see what I can do for it. Sure. Go ahead. Uh, you'll be making a mechanic roll. It's based off logic plus your automotive mechanic for the car. Industrial mechanic plus logic for the water heater. Okay, logic and automotive? Yes. We'll say the car is only two. Um, I got two successes for the car. It's a Renault Alliance drop top two door economic kind of car front wheel drive nice setup it's about 20 years old it's got a decent amount of mileage on it after cleaning out the necessary amount of sticks twigs and lack of maintenance it needs a bit of an oil change maybe some good gas because it's probably been sitting for a while uh, it's just tune up on the starter and alternator easy stuff you're looking at maybe dropping about 120 to almost 200 yen Running up to the auto parts store, putting in some new pieces, and this guy could have a running car tomorrow. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. If you would like, you can make you can uh, pop up your jury rig and try to get it to turn over. But that's if you just want it to drive up to the auto parts store yourself, if you want to be fancy about it. No, I'll just take my own vehicle. And the water heater is a one success needed on an industrial mechanic roll. So you roll logic plus industrial mechanic. Industrial? Oh, I do have that. You do. You do. And isn't it like a four? Five. Five? Oh my god. Yeah, I got three successes. No one ever turned the water heater on. It's all hooked up. It's all installed. Everything's good. The old water heater was removed. A new one was installed. And for whatever reason, someone just turned the valve off. It's been running this whole time. And just no hot water ever came out of it. Because the guy didn't know what the on-off switch was. Okay. You get him some hot water, and you bring him to tears. One karma for being the good guy. Do you spend the rest of the day fixing up his, uh, Renault? Yes. Alright. Another karma for doing the good thing and paying your out-of-pocket cash. Okay. And then if I have any time left, I'm gonna stay back and kind of bullshit with him for a little bit. Maybe find out what he's into. Um. Get to know him. 
Sure. He, like I said, he's already a contact, so he'll tell you about his job. He works for the city. Let's see. We'll put him as, yeah, he is head of the janitorial department for the public works, not the public works buildings, but the public buildings, city hall, the judicial building, stuff like that. He's part of the management group that basically handles it. Now that he's got a car, he can drive to work because he used to just take the bus everywhere. And the bus is fine, but now having a car will be good too. He's just got to get all of his stuff back up. License, driver's license, insurance, stuff like that. As an individual, he's got a lot of things that he's collected along his life. Led a decent life. Not like anything outstanding like you've done. He's definitely impressed that a kid your age, and you don't seem like the kind of person who would reach out an extending hand. He hates to say it, but you look like somebody who would knock somebody out off of, uh, kick somebody off the curb into the street. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. I've got the, the mohawk and the chains going from ear to ear, so I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but he happily does cook you dinner, uh, shares his beer with you, and is really appreciative of all the stuff you do for him. Great. Anything else? Uh, no, that's it. All right, John. Yes. So once um, yours leaves your beer garden, I'll give Yan Yan a call. Uh, Yan Yan does not answer. Instead, it goes straight to voicemail and says, I don't answer my phone, just send me a text. And it's a woman's voice. Okay. Well, I will text Yan Yan then. And uh, I'll say, um, got your info from Sonny. Friend and I need to borrow your house for a few hours tonight. Can do. Is all you get back. Okay. I need to talk to... Um, oh my gosh. How have I forgotten his name? Um, Hans. I need, to, I need to talk to Hans. Sure. All right. Hans Gruberman, owner oh, of Das Beer Garden. Yep. Well, now only part owner. Pot owner. Let me add that into my little file. Because I'm, I, I'm a 12% owner now. Okay. Hans, how you doing? Doing pretty good. How are things? <laughs> they go. They go. I've, I've got a little bit of a, a little bit of a problem that I might need you to uh, find someone to look into for me. What's that? Well, I, I've got a friend who's gone missing. I stopped by her place and it looked like some kind of otherworldly creature had torn it apart. Okay. So uh, her name, Yeet Kong. I'll give him. I'll give him her name, uh, address, and uh, I guess I'll, I'll give him the contact number that I had for her. Also, okay. Now, uh, let me know if you can find someone to uh, investigate that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, of course, man. Yeah, uh, is she important? Well, you, I mean, you know me. I don't have many people, so <laughs> you got me. Well, uh, yeah, uh, you know, l- l- let me know how much it is. You know, I'll pay for it. You know what? At this point in time, there's no cost, and as soon as there's a cost, I'll let you know. I appreciate you, Hans. Yeah, I appreciate you. Have you heard anything from the bankers? I mean, I, I haven't heard anything, but I've, you know, I'm keeping up with the bills, so I don't know if I'll hear anything until I don't. Okay, you know, and that's fine, too. Um, Mr. Scaryface, the guy in the hologram, was. did anything ever come of that? Out of character, I haven't encountered any of the Tong yet since then, so yeah. Because it's only been like three, no, it's been it's been like two months since you've actually run into them. So yeah, no. Yeah, uh, so uh, no, uh, nothing, nothing yet. But I don't know if my disappearing friend might be connected in some way. So I'll see what I can find out. Thank you very much. I'm going to be out tonight, so uh, don't wait up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I won't. I promise. You got my number if you need anything. Thank you, friend. All right. So I must well, go ahead. I was going to say I hope that I kept my apartment. 
prepare for the job tonight. All right. I'm not going to ask questions like, what kind of gear do you take with you? Because I'm going to assume that if you plan to take anything, it's going to be on your body. You're going to tell me about it and everything. But did you guys plan to meet up at Yan Yan's at a particular time together, like 10-ish or 9-ish? Yeah, I think 9-ish. Okay. Uh, do you let Gears know what you found out so far that you've made contact with Yan Yan? Yeah, yeah, I'll let Gears know that I've, that I've got Yan Yan's. Okay. Alright, we'll say 9.15 is when you arrive? Or is that too early? That's fine with me. Okay. I, I, yeah, I don't know how long Gears spends, uh, with his business, so. Uh, honestly, he's, he's such a skilled mechanic, he could probably finish it well before that like seven or eight o'clock time frame, eat dinner, hit the road, haul ass, and still make it to Yan Yan's by like 9.15-ish. While I'm driving stuff like that from place to place, I want to try to do what I did before with my computer skills to see if I can find out any information about the whereabouts of Zoe. Sure. Since she hasn't been answering her phone? Yes. All right. Once again, computer plus intuition your data processing is your limit, and that is a five because your new fancy kung fu phone. Okay, so it was intuition, you said? Intuition okay. plus computer. Two. With your limited amount of information you know, you begin searching around. You log on to that place she's talked about, Jackpoint, and you have no idea what the hell this is. You know about computers, and you know about these form-based virtual world thingy-mabobbers, but you've never actually wandered to it. And it seems more like a clusterfuck of fuckery going around as you're trying to figure out what the hell's happening in it. So, do you find out any information? No. This is going to take a lot longer than you can handle in like a 30-minute drive to Everett. Right. If I wanted to buy a deck, how much would it cost? The cheapest is around 50000 50000 Ouch. Never mind. The cheapest, actually, I'm sorry, the cheapest is usually with a five-finger discount. I would not be opposed to that. I'm just telling you that the cheapest way is a five-finger discount. How would I go about stealing a deck from someone? Wait till little Jimmy's playing with his MCT out at the local mall, snag it from him, and run off. It's oh, well- no, no, no. I'm not going to steal from a kid. Uh, I will toss it out to you just like I did Sarah. There are warehouses. When you... when Okay, so let's say someone decides to buy a deck. Their job a few hundred thousand on one of these cool, badass pieces of machinery. And they order it. They go to a company and they go online or they go to an actual store and they tell the people what they want and they order it. Decks are not delivered to at home unless it's delivered by like a drone that has a gun emplacement. It's usually delivered in a secured vehicle to like a store like Radio Shack and then it's picked up. So you go to a Radio Shack you kick in the back door, you're probably going to find one or two, maybe even three or four nice little cheapy decks laying around. And if you get lucky, maybe something really nice. You move up to maybe a Best Buy, you might get something better. You move up to a Sony store, you're going to find some pretty sweet stuff. You move up to Caliban's, which, by the way, Caliban's is a high-tech... Is there any way I could use my drone, my Dalmatian, to intercept <laughs> the delivery of a really nice deck? Yes, of course! Of course, if you find the delivery dates, times, and schedules, you can find that in particular drone. You can use your Dalmatian to bring that drone down in whatever fashion form you want to. On a side note, a decker can also hack a drone and bring them down that way, but you don't have a deck yet. So you're looking at 
you got to find out their delivery times and schedules. I do want to point out also, Nick sat there and said, hey, why don't we just like go bust up into the base and steal some guns? And then you guys realized, aka, the base is more secure. And he's like, maybe sometime later, we'll hijack a truck on the highway. So semis drive up and down the highway all the time. Most of the time, they have no drivers. It's just a... There's some rigger out there sitting behind a desk typing away, monitoring the truck. So you can hijack a truck filled with stuff. That also tends to get you in trouble too, but you know. So how would I get some information on drone deliveries? You're going to need to know somebody who works for UPS or FedEx or one of those delivery companies. You're going to need to get an inside person. Your contacts are where you're going to find that information. Finding somebody who works for a electronics boutique and stuff like that. Time to go make friends. Or you can always talk to a fixer. Fixers know lots of people. Sonny? Yep, that's correct. I think I might do that. So as you're driving up there and you're trying to figure those stuff out, you send Sonny a text going, hey, I might need a favor sometime. Right. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So you guys arrive at Yan Yan's. It is within earshot, almost eyesight of the house that is Lino's. I'm assuming you guys are smart enough to approach without driving in front of the Aegis's camera. Pick up a pair of binoculars. Done. Before I got there. I think they're probably like a hundred yen. Actually, do I even need one? Could I, do I have an app on my goggles that could? Maybe like times two magnification, but you don't really need that because you've got a little flying drone spy that can, oh, yeah. is really, really fucking tiny. Right. Duh. <laughs> so you turn on your little RCC and you tell your drone spy to fly over there and do shit. Yeah, yeah. So you guys arrive at Yan Yan's and I'm assuming you do so so that you circumnavigate any possible security cameras that would be related to Aegis. Your, your characters are pretty smart of that. Yan Yan's is a double wide trailer with about three cars parked out in front of it. All the lights are on and it looks like it's part of a rundown trailer park. Yeah, rundown trailer park. Perfect. And how... How, how far down the road is it from Lino's? It's like, like a catty corner. Like we. So remember when I described earlier, uh, you guys were sitting on a, a slight hill embankment. The house was off to your right-hand side, and you were parked on the left-hand side. And I said the road goes up and then curves around. On top of that hill is where the trailer park sits. And Yan Yan's trailer, the back end of that trailer, overlooks down the hill to Lino's house. So you will be looking down at Lino's house. Perfect. Yep. Okay. I'll send my uh, fly spy over towards Lino's and have a video feed onto, I don't know, some sort of TV or something. Okay, so your RCC device has a sense link onto it, so that's where it's... So your RCC has a TV on it. Mm -hmm. So, John, you pulled up on your motorcycle right now. Let's see how bad the weather is real quick. Large raindrops pour from the sky. Your little drone has to do some dodging just to get there. As you pull up, the van pulls up and comes to a stop. And uh, as you're getting out, you see he's playing around with his little remote control thing. Rain's coming down. What do you guys want to do? Uh, I'm going to go up to the door of the house. I want to be out in the rain. I just throw here pouring on me. So. Yeah, I'm going to go right up to the house. Okay. Turn the handle. Alright, there's noise on the inside, so you know there are people there. It's not empty. Okay. Yeah, I I would have knocked. (laughs) Knocking on the door, it opens up. On the other side, a thin, lithe Asian woman who's wearing near see-through chemise clothing 
answers the door. It's a nice, long, flowing-looking robe. It's not completely an Asian robe because it kind of stops more like a bathrobe. And she's got her hair done up in a bun. She's not alone. There's another lady in the room. And off on one side, you see a man laying in a uh, cushioned chair, uh, like a recliner. And he's got things on his eyes and over his ears. And he's kind of like doing something with his hands. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the uh, half bottle of Jack that I have from from the other day out of my bag and uh, hand it hand it Yan Yan say uh, Sunny sent us thank you for your hospitality. She sits there and tastes. Goes I don't know who Sunny is, but they sound really nice. So you are oh I'm Odysseus and she Gears. You people have the weirdest names. Wasn't Odysseus that guy who like got eaten by the Kraken? I uh, didn't get eaten, but yeah, that story. Oh, yeah. She walks in. Hey, either y'all want uh, any... Jason. Who? That was Jason that fought the Kraken. No, Jason wore the mask and had the machete. <laughs> no, it was Jason and the Argonauts that fought the Kraken. She looks uh, over She looks over the other woman in the room uh, who's wearing nothing more than underwear. And she's got... You can see she's got a data jack on her temple. And it's running into a cord. And she's just laying there. And she's just there and talks to her. She's like, Uncle... Was it Jason that got ached by the Kraken? And she just kind of sits there and shakes her head no. Oh. Hey, you two do, te- do either you do tempo? And she pulls out, yeah, she pulls out a tiny vial with white crystals in it. Oh. Yeah, um, could I do some sort of knowledge roll to find out what type of drug that is? Yes, yes, you can. Uh, logic plus chemistry. Unless you have a knowledge that is related to street drugs. I was looking, hold on. I know you have chemistry, by the way. Yeah, I do have chemistry, which is not low. No, it's not. Okay, I'm, I'm going to default on my logic roll to see if I want to take it. Logic, so 11. I got three successes. What you, John, what you know, nothing of tempo. You've heard that it exists, and that's about it. It's just another drug that kids and people take for some reason. Jay, you, on the other hand, know that it's a drug that magic users use. Those people who can weave the unknowledgeable fabrics of space-time with their hands and mind, that's the shit they do to get high. What would it do to someone who's not magic? It's supposed to help release your inner magic spirit. That's the street lingo. Because you only made three successes, I can't tell you more. I'm going to say, if I had work to do, if I didn't have work to do, I would be very interested in trying that. But I'm working right now. She sits there and goes, okay, well, if you get interested, I have other stuff too. She says, this is my newest batch and I'm trying it out on everybody. She says, so I'm assuming you two are here because my friend Lucky got you guys to come out here. Yes. Okay. Did he want you to pick up a package or anything? Because he didn't say anything about a package. No, we're on here. Uh, we're here on a um, stakeout. Depends. Do you want to say something like that to her? Not stakeout. I, I don't know. We just need a place to stay for a little while. Yeah. Yeah, he said that might happen, and I was supposed to clear out my back room. So I kind of cleared it out. I'm sorry, it's really still a mess. That's fine. Okay, let me take you back there. All right, so she walks you down the double-wide trailer. Jay, in the first room, she has three Simpsons rigs set up and ready to rock and roll. You know, a Simpsons rig is what you lock into to... If you don't have a data jack to get, you know, watch BTLs or access the internet and shit like that. You want to merge in full. You don't have to because you've got a control rig. You can slide in wirelessly and shit like that. But this is basically a rig so somebody else can do it. 
And it's also the rig so that you can record your emotions and play them back. So she probably makes movies. The second room is set up like a small chemistry lab. You see a variety of glass pieces and whatnot, and things cooking away. Microwave and tin plates and all sorts of wonderful stuff that you recognize right off the bat. John, drug room and a computer room. That's about all you got. You get to the back room, there is a mattress piled with some laundry. No sheet on the mattress. There's a back window covered in cardboard. Uh, the room has a slight odor to it. There's a bathroom here and some old pizza boxes stacked up near the doorway on top of a filing cabinet with the drawers kind of ajar. The whole room kind of has a smell to it and the carpet's shit and there's like no air moving. She walks in, looks around, she's like, every once in a while when I get a customer, I come back here and work. But uh, since you guys are going to be here for a while, I guess maybe I can just do it in the other room. Yeah, we shouldn't be here more than a couple of days. Okay, well... Like I said, you know, if you guys want some extra fun time, and she kind of uh, opens her shirt, shows her tits off, I'm available. Yeah. Maybe later. All right. Well, she'll wave bye and then pull the door shut and walk away. As soon as the door closes, I want to start inspecting the room for any bugs or uh, wiretaps or anything like that. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. All right. So a physical inspection is a perception plus law intuition. And a computer to look around in the matrix using your control rig is going to be computer plus intuition. And by the way, by this time, your fly spy has made it to Lino's house. Okay. I rolled a three on the physical inspection, and then the computer inspection was what? Computer plus intuition. Yeah, I also only got a three successes on my... Two on my computer. Okay, so there, as far as Jay, you can tell there are no silenced or hidden icons in this immediate vicinity. You begin checking around. Um, her three Simpsons rigs back there have icons, but they're offline right now. The Simpsons rig that's in the front room with the guy in it, you can see that he's online. And right now he's in, he's ha- taking part in a, uh, sexual Simpsons that he's engaged with another partner. The girl laying on the ground is currently running a Simpsons rig as well, so you can see the icon on her. And she's running some other programs. You can see that she's running like a data search as well as she's logged into some other thing where her persona's elsewhere in the Matrix. There are a couple of trailers nearby with some icons for like a microwave. You see electronical devices in the area. There is no general network protection. Every device that seems to be the area is all unprotected and on their own. So like the microwave and the chemistry lab, unprotected. You could device rating one, hack that thing and turn it off. Everything up on the hillside that you're dealing with in these trailers. When you get back down the hill, that's, you know, within that 100 meter range that you can see. The houses, on the other hand, they have wireless systems hooked up to the Matrix and firewalls on all their little routers all over the place. You can see all these houses are nicely set up, including, remember the woman who complained about you guys parked outside? Her house has a Wi-Fi setup. The only house that doesn't have a Wi-Fi setup that you can see with your two success rates is Lino's house. It's a blank spot. Oh, I apologize. I just remembered. Lino's house isn't a blank spot. There's only one Wi-Fi signal in Lino's house. And I'll get back to that in just a second. The physical inspection of the room, you pull the light fixture, you play with the lights, make sure you're looking for any extra devices up there. You check the mirror. It's a medicine cabinet. You check that mirror. It's real. You're moving a pile of clothing around and stuff like that. And um, I'm going to roll. If I roll really low, you find something nasty. 
if I roll really high, you find uh, a used sexual toy while digging around looking for bug devices. Is it in one of the? I'm going to grab it on a part that looks unused and toss it over at uh, um, Odysseus. And I'll, I'll just say, catch, and see how he reacts. Can I make a, a reflex check to, to knock it aside with a pizza box? Fuck yeah! Why did you knock it aside? You, I told you to catch. You would probably try to catch it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, reaction plus uh, melee. And Jay, roll a reaction plus throne. Do you have throne? No. I just default on your reaction then. Because you're trying to do it fast. Zero. <laughs> That's fine. All he has to do is catch one. Oh, yeah. Pizza box deflection. <laughs> and, and, and I'll scowl at him. <laughs> you deflect purple thunder to the other side of the room. It lands next to the ventilation <laughs> shaft. The last thing is, uh, yeah, you check pretty much a detailed check the two of you do together and nah. You don't find anything that would represent a bug pretty good. Now, the window has cardboard over it, so if somebody like used a shotgun microphone on it, it's not going to really pick anything. But if you pull the cardboard out, then there's not that much more protective measures. You guys don't have a white noise generator, do you? So, yeah, the cardboard's there to keep people from listening in with, like, a shotgun mic. It's not very effective, but it does do a partial job. Okay. The cardboard over window, that's the only window in the room? No. It's just the window in the back of the room. Okay. From either window, can we see Lino's house, or is that in? Just the window with the cardboard over has, uh, goes to Lino's house. Oh, okay. All right, after checking everything, I'm going to get to business. I'll check the monitor. Are there any vehicles in Lino's driveway? Yes, there is two vehicles in Lino's driveway. Vehicle number one in the driveway is a Riger Tuning Wide body GTI, beautiful high speed kind of car. It's got the, you remember they're the small on the top, wide on the bottom, and they like zip really quickly. Yeah, it's a nice car. Uh, that's in the driveway. And then also there's a Ford Tempo in the driveway as well. The wide body and the Tempo both have wireless signal and they're both off. Are there any lights on in the house? Yes. So are there windows that are unblocked that we can see through? Uh, at Lino's house, yes, yes, there is. Some of them have curtains, but the fly spy could probably get underneath the overhang and start peering through the cracks and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm going to do that, see if there's anyone in there. There is. You find, looking into the front room area after the McFly spy has had a chance to go around dodging the rain, that in the front area, this late at night, there's a really nice big TV, uh, Trivid, Trivid, TV screen, TV screen, yeah, that has, uh, he'd probably be watching some late night show. You see the kid in question. You have a picture of what Lino looks like, or at least you assume this is Lino. The Wi-Fi signal that you're detecting is coming from Lino. And here's the best part. You can see his phone, by the way, at this point. You're able to recognize his phone in his pocket is off. But the electronic device that is on is around his ankle. Is this like a uh, probation? Type ankle. It's marked with the city of Seattle probationary ankle bracelet. A nice piece of city jewelry. Okay, can I? We're going to need to do. I'm going to say to him, to Odysseus, we're going to need to do a search to see if he's on house arrest or something, and what his restrictions are. By the way, 
There's a TV on his RCC. I didn't mention that yet. So you're watching everything his little drone spy is seeing. I think that we should uh, ask Lucky if Mino needs both his feet. <laughs> we can ask, but I have a feeling that we're supposed to bring him in on arms. Just from my own knowledge, would I know anything? Would I be able to rig something like that to like maybe take it off without someone knowing that I took it off? You're going to need some sort of electronic warfare skill, and you're going to need to get your hands on it. I have electronic warfare. Then the answer is, now you need an RF device. I have RF devices. Then the answer is yes. You can fuck with it. All right. You need to get your hands onto it. And the last piece of information is he's not alone in the house. There's a woman sitting on the couch next to him. How old is she? She looks to be maybe four or five years younger than him, so she's in her early 20s. He's in his mid-20s. Okay, so there's two vehicles, two people. Yep. Is there any way for my fly spy to get inside the house? Only if you can find an opening big enough for it to fit through. Well, that's what I'm saying. Can I find an opening big enough for it to fit through? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... A- and I think I'm going to hot sim into it to make it go easier. Okay. Everyone, yeah. Okay, so, uh, yeah, you, that gives you bonuses while you do so, and makes your reaction speed increase, so... Where are you putting your butt down in this room? On the uh, bed, the pile of laundry? Somewhere high, like a dresser. You're going to sit on the dresser. Oh, me. Oh, I got you. Oh, yeah, I'll sit on the bed. Because once you hot sim in, you do this. Right. Yeah, I'm going to sit in the bed. Or lay down in. Okay. Uh, like I said, the bed is partially consumed with the piles of laundry, so you're going to be laying in clothes, so unless you push them off onto the floor or something, maybe like whatever. But you get the idea. And then you you pass out onto the the bed as you hot sim before that you know don't try to wake me up I'm not sleeping I am working yeah I'll just, I'll just make sure you don't fall off the bed okay bam you're seeing from the eyes of the bug you begin flying around where do you think where do you think there will be an opening in the house I have tons of ideas well, first I'll look for an open window no no or a window that's cracked maybe or can I slip under the door? Is there a space between the door and the floor? Ooh. No. No. Um, is there a chimney? No. But there are the pipes that go down and into the water system, but I don't know how well your bug can swim. Yeah, I'm not, I don't want to risk that. How about like vents or air conditioners or... Houses are designed so that the overhang has a ventilation so that the air in the, the roof can pass in and out, because as the heat, hot air in the roof expands, it comes out of the roof, so there'll, there'll be ventilation that goes into the roof. I'll do that. All right, you will find an opening there. So now you're in the roof. Okay, now I want to... So I'm, like, in the attic? Yes, and it's really dark in here. Yeah, that could be a problem. I don't know if it has... It does. Oh. It does oh, have a light on light it. Light source. Okay, I'll turn the light source on. Click. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have light sockets and do they have like your typical like plugs? Plugs, wall plugs, light sockets, AC ventilation. Now it's just picking the way you want to get in. Okay, so I'm just going to go in between a wall Mm -hmm. and go like down inside the wall. Oh man, that must look amazing. And come out of the receptacle. So you go flying through the ventilation, you get in there, and as he starts hovering into the roof, there's that, you know, there's the darkness everywhere, and all of a sudden, this light beams out, like a spotlight begins searching around, and all of a sudden it kind of like flies in a circle, and then it goes between a few of the uh, 
V-shaped supports in the roof, swirls around and sees a section where the drywall creates a wall and then begins diving down like Luke Skywalker going on a run for the Death Star. Following down, following a cable through the wall as it gets to a light socket, uh, a wall fixture, and then begins crawling through the opening on the side of the fixture, pushing its way through the drywall. Awesome. That that would have been something there amazing. There needs to, to be see. a movie or video of that. That would be amazing. All right, you're in the house. I'm going to make sure the light's off. Okay. And then fly into the room that they're in, up high, like. Okay. And I'm going to try to find, like, a high place where they're not, like, on the opposite side of the room they're at, like a dresser or cabinet. or. Yeah, no, not a problem. So you plant yourself there. They watch TV through the night. He talks to her nicely. Um, He keeps calling her Bessie, by the way. Bessie? Bessie. And she, of course, calls him Lee. So that that's like their – so they're, you know, oh, hey, Bessie, change the channel, this, that, and the other. So they stay up to probably about 1130, almost midnight, till they're finally, like, tired. And uh, then he's like, hey, don't don't go home. Stay here for the night. And she's like, okay, I can stay here, but I have to go home in the morning. He's like, that's fine. I have to go to work in the morning. And then she says, which job are you going to? Oh, I got to go to the Silver Station tomorrow morning. I work there from uh, – till lunch. Well, do you got to be there right in the morning? Well, yeah, I do. I, I'm helping to open up. Jay, the Silver Station is an automotive mechanic shop in town that caters to semi-trucks. Okay. He then sits there as they're heading toward bed and whatnot, taking off clothes and getting really friendly. She sits there and says, okay, well, you get off for lunch, right? And he's like, yeah, I'll be out at lunch, but I'm supposed to be meeting with some of my family at that time. And she's like, oh, well, I don't want you to meet with your family. I want you to come hang out with me. And he's like, oh, no, baby, I got to go do the family thing. And then after the family thing, uh, we can come back over here. She's like, oh, I want to go out to do something. you know. So, And he's like, all right, well, what do you want to do? She goes, I don't know. And he's like, well, you got to know what we're going to do. Think about it tomorrow, and that way we know what we can do. So, they, so he's not, from what I'm gathering, he's not restricted just to his house and work. He's able to go out and go to the movies or something like that. That's what you're seeing. Okay. What do you think, John? Because you're watching and hearing all this. Well, I mean, it's apparent that he has more than one job. Uh, so that'll complicate people missing him uh, for a significant amount of time. But uh, I think that if we uh, hang out for a little longer, follow him tomorrow and see what he says, you know, conversations tomorrow, maybe we can get a few more days worth of info out of him. Okay. All right, so you want to leave your fly spy in his house? Yeah, but I don't know. John, do you really want to see what's going to happen next, or should I give them their privacy? I mean, we're working. There's no privacy. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, Lino strips down. So does she. They start getting the town on each other. Do either of y'all have any knowledge of criminal activity? Organized crime, street gang identification. That's the one I'm looking for, street gang identification. Okay, I've got a four on that. Making logic plus street gang. Yeah, I have street knowledge. I don't know if that... You can use that as well. The DCs are different. Four successes on that. More than enough. Was it enough? No, it was. It was. Oh. Two successes. Because that's a street knowledge. That's just general street knowledge. You both recognize that uh, although his he is a part of this mafia family at one point in time, he has got a... Remember the, the, the Fivers? He's got a Fiverr's tattoo on his back. Those were the people that were shooting at us in the underground drive place mm-hmm. highway? Okay. Yes. 
And you also see that, Jay, you recognize that he's got part of his Fiverr's tattoo shows that he's been to jail and kept his mouth shut about something. Okay. So, you, you know, you can recognize that because it's on his back. It's on your back. Yeah. Where you get that marked up. Okay. Bam. They smush. You guys watch. Pick up some more information because you're able to see that he's got tattoos. At some point, they turn off the lights and go to bed. I'm assuming you find a nice spot for your fly spy to hang out at. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I will... Do I need to remove myself from the hot sim in order to sleep? Yes. It's like a buzz in your head. John, go ahead and make me... Um, what was that skill you have? Uh, the seduction skill that you have? Karma Sutra? Karma Sutra, yeah. Go for it. Make a- No. No, we're not doing that. I'm, I'm still requiring it. So I get to add my, my reaction, my agility. Oh, this is logic. Oh, logic. Okay. Yeah. I, I get to see if I recognize any of Lino's moves. He humps like a baboon in the wild. I mean, he has no skill at all, the poor guy. You know, if he survives his encounter with Lucky, maybe I'll give him a pocket copy of the book. This is the important piece of information. She's faking it. Ooh. All right. That's what the role's for. Not to show that he's a horrible individual, but she's faking it. All right. So, uh, the next day, you guys sleep in the room? Do you want to... Um, I, I was actually planning on staying up and watching to see if anything happens during the night. We could do shifts if that's what you want to do. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, first night, nothing. Nobody comes by. You watch traffic drive by. Your roommates don't seem to go to pa- go to sleep until they pass out around six ish in the morning. Um, Fira every once in a while pops in and out and wanders around saying hi to you and stuff. You know, wandering around the room. Uh, she does find the used sexual device and stares at it confusedly, but leaves it the hell alone. Mostly interested in the burnt pizza boxes. Wait, were were they burnt before she was interested in them? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. She doesn't distract you. She realizes what you're doing is important, so she tries not to distract you. So she doesn't, like, break things or knock shit off shelves, and she doesn't wander out to go see who the other people are. She just hangs out and watches what you're watching in confusion of staring out into the darkness. So so you do shifts, and Jay, when you do your shift, still the same. By this time, you know, it's the morning time, so the people out front have passed out by this time. And you're... Waking up, John. Uh, what do you guys want to do when Lino leaves for work? Because he leaves for work probably about six thirty. That's when we're going to follow him, John. How about you take the first following, and then because I want to get my other vehicle out here and use that to follow him. Okay, that works. So Jay, you're staying at the trailer. Yeah. John, you're following him to the Silver Station. Yes. All right. Perception check from you, John, to keep uh, up with him. Uh, if you fail your perception, then it's a drive roll. Okay, uh, I would also like to follow not obviously. Then you're going to need to roll a really good perception. Um, Actually, four. Okay, I, I've asked you this before. How far can I control my fly spot? The farther you get away from it, the higher the modifiers. So you have the ability to... What's your device rating on your RCC? Three for piloting. Device rating. What RCC are you using? It's the MCT FlySpy. No, no, your command console is like a Radio Shack, a CompuForce. Oh, my device rating on my command console is a three. So you can do one of three. You can you have two things: sharing or noise reduction. 
You can put all three of those points into noise reduction or sharing. Sharing allows you to have more programs up and running. Noise reduction means you control stuff farther and farther away. Then we come back to this little chart. Give me one second. The greatest possible distance is 100 kilometers and beyond. The noise penalty for 100 kilometers is 8. If you put everything into noise reduction, that means the penalty is 5. You lose 5 dice. You have to be able to have at least 4 dice to be able to pull off doing simple things. So when you, it's your piloting plus your reaction when you control stuff. Right. So I'd have some dice left. I would have four dice left at least. Right. At 100 kilometers. At 100 kilometers, you can still have your fly spy kind of like hanging out and sending signals back and forth. And you can get How it. How big is Seattle? Over 100 kilometers, promise you. <laughs> I mean, that's why when you were out doing stuff earlier, I was like, you have the ability to just tell your car to drive home. It will succeed in yeah. doing that. If you hot sim in, remember you get two extra dice. And the level of control rig adds extra benefits as well. Um, I'm, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to put, I'm going to fly my little spy onto John's shoulders and I'm going to say, take care of him and wave him off. Okay. Good luck. And that's it. And then if I ever need to, I will get in touch with the fly spy. Okay. And, and as I, as I ride away, I'm wondering to myself, Am I taking care of the drone, or is the drone taking care of me? <laughs> so poetic. <laughs> All right, so now you need to make a intuition plus stealth, John. Yeah, uh, the five successes with my perception. Oh, beautiful. Just beautiful. I mean, you're driving, you're doing your thing, you're incredibly casual. This guy is going, It's he doesn't seem to act like he knows. You're able to easily follow in the Silver Station, which you've never been to, but you find it nonetheless. It is a grease monkey pit for people who work on semi-trucks. He shows up early in the morning, parks, hustles, because, you know, he's one of those people who like to get that five extra minutes of sleep. So that was really the reason why you were able to follow him, because he was driving like an idiot. What do you want to do while you're here at the Silver Station? Which car was he in? He drove the uh, wide body. So then the other car was hers? Yes. She left two in the morning. Is is there a convenience store nearby? Fuck yeah! Inside of the shop. Oh yeah, and probably a soy bucks too. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'll go to the. Uh, I'll go to the soy bucks and I'll get a double soy espresso, and uh, and then I'll I'll head over to the um, convenience store and buy a pack of cigarettes and a lighter. Regular cigarettes, long hauls. I, I'm not actually going to smoke them. I'm just going to pretend to smoke them. So got it. Whatever works. Okay. And yeah. Uh, so. Is he more than a hundred kilometers away from me? So I'm going to use the, while he's doing this, I'm going to send the fly in to follow more closely. Okay. Go ahead, John. Yeah. And, uh, since, since I know that he's got the drone to get all the nitty gritty details, I'm just going to hang around, not obviously. Okay. And, you know, like, pretend, pretend to smoke, move to a different location, and to smoke somewhere else, like walk away, walk back, uh, and just make sure he doesn't leave without me noticing him. Okay. It's not a problem. You find that you can hang out at Soybucks quite a bit. Makes it easier to keep an eye on what's going on. If Jay wants to, he can link your comm into what the fly spy is seeing. Yes. So while you're on your phone playing on your phone, you're watching Lino work. And he works. He gets there. He sees his boss. He talks to people. He seems to be a very friendly individual. He laughs. He jokes. He spends a decent amount of time at the uh, 
grease monkey pit. You know, he's always working. He seems like a pretty good guy. At some point during the whole event, you need to be quiet. Some point during the whole event, his boss pulls him into his office. You know, this is getting close to lunch. He's worked almost his entire full six-hour shift. Boss says he's doing really good, gives him an attaboy, says keep your nose clean. That thing comes off your ankle. We'll talk about promotions. He's excited. Jay, what are you doing? I'm money. Uh, call my car to me, have it pick me up, uh, drive by a junkyard, and try to pick up a license plate for a temporary. Okay. And if at any point I get more than a thousand, 100 kilometers from the fly spy, I want to quit it, fly it back to John. Okay. Which we're going to roll and just be random. Low is bad, high is good. Uh, I rolled 15 on 3d6, so yeah. No, you don't ever get to a point where you get far enough away that it'd be detrimental. Signal does fade in and out a little bit. They get some like snow in the... <laughs> but then you're like, oh shit. So, uh, junkyard guy will sell you a tag for 20 new yen. Okay. And then what? Uh, then I'm just gonna wait. I'm gonna, I'll actually, I'll head towards the side of town that they're on, and I'll just wait for John to give me the signal that it's my turn. Alright. Which is on the north end of uh, the Red Mons near Bellevue, so it's a decent na- part of the neighborhood. Nowhere near a checkpoint or anything bad, and, you know, it's not bad. All right, so, John, how long do you want to hang out there doing stuff to win? Well, at any point, does, uh, does Lino give an idea about what time he's going to when his ship is over? Right about 11.45, when he's, he's going to step out. Uh, so probably probably about um, about 10.30 or so. I'll let Jay know that you've got just over an hour. You need to follow him. And I'll just, I'll hang out until I see that Jay is there and I, and I watch them drive off. All right. So Jay around 10, 30, 45, somewhere around in there is when you show up and, yeah. and that's when John leaves. Yep. Okay. And then Lino's heading off to his family at this point. Where are you going, John? Uh, I'm going to head back to your beard garden uh-huh. and uh, talk to Hans and see if, He's had any luck getting anybody to look into the situation. I'm not looking for answers. Just, you know, like, checking the status update. We could always just call him. Unless you're going there for food and drink. Ah, right, right, right. Okay. No, he hasn't started on it. He'll make a few phone calls right there while you're hanging out with lunch. What's his connection? Five. Jesus. Jay, are those your prayer beads? No, they're, uh, you know, New Orleans. I forgot. Uh, I'm supposed to be rolling over here. Let me do that over One here. of my nieces brought him over, I think. But they're shiny, and I like, they, they, like... Okay, um, Yi was her name, right? Yes, uh, Yi Kong. Alright, so, he calls, uh, one individual, says, yeah, yeah, I'm looking, I just went over and checked on a friend of mine, and this is what I found. Yeah, here's the address. Could you do me a favor? Did you guys do anything with that? It's in your neighborhood. He's talking to, uh, Knight Errant detective that he knows. Is what he tells you. Yeah. Oh, you do? Okay. Can you come by the beer garden tonight? And No. What about tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow? Can you come by for dinner? I'll buy you dinner. You can tell me what you need. What? Oh, it's going to cost... Of course, it's always going to cost more, but that's... You know. Yeah, no. I I have an interested party who would like to know her whereabouts, if you've got any information. I mean, we'll pay for the good stuff. Yeah. And then he hops off the phone, gives you a nod. All right, what about tomorrow around 7 o'clock? I'll have a, a detective from Night Errant come by and drop off a copy of the file. He smiles. Yeah, set, set, set up the meeting. I I should be able to make it. If I can't, I'm, I'll, I'll make sure it's worth everybody's while. Yeah, I'll sub in. You know I'll take care of this. All right, appreciate it. So 
Yeah, he says that this is a reliable contact that he buys information from. He said that there was an investigation due to a break-in of that address because the, the uh, silent alarm went off. Okay, and that's Sunday at 7? Yes, that would be a Sunday at 7. Sorry, I'm, I'm actually taking notes now, so... I appreciate that. Jay, you drive all the way from Bellevue, the, where you're at, all the way down to Auburn. It's a nice long drive. Lino gets out onto the highway and hauls ass pretty quickly to get there. Let's go ahead and see if there's any complications. Nope, no complications. Everything goes fine. Gets on the highway, drives real quick, gets off the highway, turns around, drives a little while, and then ends up uh, driving into a, a nice part of the Auburn neighborhoods into some um, secluded suburbia places with cameras and gates. And it's gated, so I would have to go through the gate to follow him, right? Yes, yes, you would. Okay, at that point, I'll just release my fly spy to follow him. Okay. Uh, and park. Yeah. And I'm, at the same time, I'm going to send a program to my other vehicle, my work vehicle, to come out here. Okay. You're going to swap out cars? Yes. Okay. Not a problem. Completely doable. The problem comes when your fly spy starts getting closer into suburbia, dodging cameras and stuff like that. You need to make a matrix perception roll, which is your computer plus intuition. Oh, my goodness. All right. It's a critical glitch because you made no successes and all ones. Yeah. Are you simmed in? No. Okay. Two successes. And that would be roll logic plus the firewall on your drone. Logic plus the firewall on my drone. I don't know what the firewall would be. It's equal to the firewall on your RCC, which is probably like a four. No, I'm sorry. Intuition. What did I say it was? Logic? No, it's intuition plus firewall. Three plus four would be seven, then. Two successes? Two successes. As you're flying your drone in, moving into the compound and stuff like that, getting closer, it's a decent amount of activity and chatter, and all of a sudden, your drone's told, shut down. And you're like, no, 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 no. And it immediately picks back up. Someone told your drone to shut down. Okay, I'm going to immediately fly it out of there. All right, roll initiative. Since you're not logged in, you're using your regular initiative. D6 plus 8. 2D6 plus 9 is a four, 15. I got 14. Oh, oh, no. They get to go one point before you. They already have a mark on you, so they're going to do another shutdown attempt. One success. Intuition plus firewall. What's that? It, you have to roll intuition plus firewall again. Two successes. The command for shutdown is flying repetitively at your drone. You're like, no, 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 no. All right. On your action for 14, you tell it to turn around and haul ass out. Can I hot sim in at this point? I do believe hot simming in takes a complex action, and that would be your whole action. So I can't command it to come back and hot sim. That, I believe, is correct. Give me one second okay. to find that little list of listies. Does a signal scrubber, would a signal scrubber help in my situation? No, because right now I'm assuming your noise reduction is at three, and I'm not setting the noise anywhere above three. So, see, what it is is you failed to perceive that there was a persona or someone actually watching the area who's stealth. He saw you come in, and I'm assuming that you were stealth. So when he saw you come in, he succeeded in noticing your stealth drone. And so he immediately put a mark on it, and then he immediately started telling it to shut down, shut down. And so... He's not that skilled. He's only got six whole dice to play with. Right. But he's still giving that command. And um, it is a complex uh, action to jump into your rig. Okay. 
And then electronic warfare, will that help me at all? It will allow you to do some abilities. Like, if you wanted to, you can attempt to... Uh, you could turn your drone kind of into a, a jamming device to help jam his signal. But then that's all it's going to be doing, is jamming his signal. If you tell it to fly back, it can get out of the range of the complex pretty quickly. Right. I had one other thought. Um, what was it? Oh, can I try to remove the mark somehow? Erasing marks, it requires an attack feature, which you don't have. Cyberdex have those. Okay. My suggestion is on from page 238 to 243 of the Shadowrun book are all the cyber actions. Anything that requires data processing or firewall are the things you can do. So you can take a look at them. But erasing a mark, the other way to erase a mark is to turn your thing off and then turn it back on. If you turn it off, your drone's going to start falling toward the ground. Yeah. And then you can turn it back on and it erases any marks. One more question. I'm sorry. Just trying to learn how all this works. What was that? Oh, if I jam it, try to turn it into a jammer, like you said, would that make it invisible? No, it would reduce the number of dice that he has to work with. Okay, I, I'm just going to have it fly back to me then, or start flying back to me. All right, you tell it to start flying back. He gets another action. He's going to try to shut it down. One more success. And I need another... Two successes. All right, you're able to get it out of the, the complex area without it falling into the wrong hands. And I still would like, if I stop moving where I'm, I'm at with the fly, can I still see Lee, what's his name, Leon? Lino. Lino. No, because you can only see into the complex, so you can only watch the front gate. Okay, so it's a, it's a building, actually? Uh, no, it's like a suburbia, so there's a gate, it's a gated community. Okay. Only one way in, as far as you can tell. Alright, now, is there any way I can make it more stealthy and try to fly in again? Or make it visible? Yes, uh, running silent, give, you would, you would make a running, you, you would do running silent, which, Running silence is an opposed computer plus intuition versus the other person's logic and sleaze. So you'd roll computer and intuition, which I assumed you were making just a few attempts to, to go in stealthily. And then he would be making a logic plus sleaze to catch you again. Okay, I'm going to do that. So intuition, you said, right? Yes. God damn it. <sighs> success is not a glitch, though. It's, it's not a critical glitch. <laughs> it's not a glitch. It's not a glitch at all. So yeah, it's only three. Okay. Yeah, you start flying it back in, and you can definitely see that the persona or the spider is watching your icon as it gets closer. Can I use an edge to re-roll that? Yes, you can. One success. Since you're using an edge, you can re-roll that one dice that became up a six. Re-roll the one die. The, the one die that was a six. Okay, so still only one success. Do you want to attempt one success getting in there on this guy? I, I'll give it a try, yeah. He, at this point in time, he's raising the alarm because of a drone coming in. I'm getting out of there. All right. You call your drone back and, and you, are you going to hang out still? I want to, before I bring the fly back to me, I want to shut it down. Uh huh. Like, well, before it's well away from me and then turn it back on. Okay. And then fly it back to me. Okay. That way they can't see where it goes to, right? Yes. Understand. I'm fine with that. But then I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay there still. I want to stay somewhere where I can watch the gate and watch for his vehicle. You're going to need to make a perception check. Then. So it's for perception, it's perception and what? Intuition. One success. Okay. You're being as attentive as you possibly can be at this point. 
the rain's coming down. It's slightly obstructing your view. And you watch the gate repetitively for hours. You know he was supposed to be meeting back up with her to do something. But you have no idea if he's made contact with her. So we've rolled well into, we'll say, about 3 or 4 o'clock. And you haven't seen his little ugly car come driving out. And he was only supposed to be on lunch, right? No, he was leaving from lunch to go spend time with his family to do something and then hook up with her later. But there was never a determined later. They said they but were he going wasn't to... supposed to go back to work, right? That's correct. Okay, I'm going to call John and let him know that I might have lost him. He needs to check to make sure he didn't meet up with Suspect 2. All right, John, after hanging out at the Das Beer Garden, what, did you want to do anything? I probably would have hung out there until hearing from Jay that it was my turn to um, follow Lino again. But uh, upon getting his message, she said that they wanted she didn't want to stay in. That's right. I guess uh, I'll let Gears know. I'm I'm heading back to Yanyang's to okay. see if I can get on and uh, let him know if I see anything. Okay. We will fast forward back to Yanyang's. Jay, you're still sitting there. It's now about four. 15-ish, when you get a message saying he's arrived at Yanyan's. And great news, the Tempo is parked outside of Lino's house. But not the wide. That's right. And the light rain covers the area. You're you're able to definitely see that there's a light on in the house, so you think she might be there? Unless she came in and dropped stuff off. So what do you guys want to do? I'm just going to wait there, because like, maybe he hasn't left yet. So, And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep watching the house. Okay. Something happens. Well, then, good news. Something does happen. Another car pulls up, and it's a beautiful car. Nice, stainless steel body. The DeLorean pulls into the driveway at an angle. As she comes out, she's got her arms crossed, and she looks kind of pissy from where you're at. But you see, the driver's side opens up, but Lino doesn't get out. Some other dude gets out. And she walks up. They kind of talk for a minute or two. And then uh, you can kind of see she's making some gestures for him to come into the house. And he says, D -d the car and, you know, this, that and the other. And she says, you know, she, she seems to turn him away. He shrugs and goes, climbs back into his sweet ass car and starts to drive off. They were they were too far away for me to try and recognize this guy or. Do you have any kind of optical lenses or adept abilities that allow you to. Let me check just to make sure. None of my guns have scopes on them. Um, ambidextrous doesn't. Have them. No, and I don't. I don't have any magnifying lenses or anything. Okay. What about you? Saw a lot of tech crap out in the other room. Yan Yan's shit. Yeah. Can I make a roll to see if I found any binoculars or anything? Sure, perception. But you haven't sorted through and wandered through their crap. You know, you just kind of like passed by it. So yeah, make a perception roll. No, you you don't remember seeing any stuff like that. Oh. Ask Yan Yan. When, um, yeah, I, I want to say when, when the guy pulls up and I, like, start searching through stuff, but I don't know if that's the perception. Okay, so you're searching through her shit? <laughs> is that what yeah. it is? Okay. She's like, what are you doing? I need binoculars, eyeglass, anything. Use some of your seduction on her. I'm not going to resort to seduction yet. <laughs> she sits there and goes, we don't use that kind of stuff here. We don't need tools that bind us to the world. We use things that set our spirits free. Both the Sim Rigs and Tempo and Nova Coke help us all find a new way to see the world. I don't, I don't need a new way to see the world. I just need a magnified way. She goes, Tempo can help you do that. 
It can help you take you anywhere you want to go. So can the sim rigs. They allow you to become one with the Matrix. You're working, John. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um... And Nova Coke will help find yourself a new you on the inside. Travel to your inner planes. Yeah, I've, I've found that inner self before. It's fun while it lasted. Okay, so I don't feel like I'm gonna I'm anywhere with her. I need I need to. She was visually not happy. The arms crossed. She was trying to convince this person to stay at the house because she didn't want to leave. So I'm assuming that she's waiting to hear from Lino to either see where to meet him or for him to come back to the house and then go out together. Yep. So I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay and keep watching that. Okay. Are you gonna inform Jay of what you found? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna let Jay know that some guy in a DeLorean showed up. Pretty sure it wasn't Dr. Brown. I was just gonna ask, was he wearing a vest, an orange vest? <laughs> All right. it, 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 didn't, it didn't hover in either. It was on wheels. Nice. As you're getting this um, text message or phone call? Text. As you're reading through this text message, paying attention, the gate opens up and a white, wide body begins pulling out into the streets of Seattle from the gated community. Your heart rejoices at the fact you didn't lose a little shit. I will follow him, and I will let let John know that I have picked back up on the suspect. Okay. All right, so we're going to uh, fast forward. He gets, at some point, back up to the house and hooks up with Bessie, and they head out onto the town. You guys want to tail them? Uh, Yeah, so I'm going to suggest to Gears that I tail them, and he tails me, and if I feel like... I've been following them for too long. I'll let him know he can take over and we'll kind of like flip flop so that way neither of us is behind him for too long. Sounds like a plan. When he's in the lead, I'm going to have the fly spy with him. Okay. You could also sit there and just leave the fly spy with them. I mean, as long as it can land on whatever vehicle they've got, it can kind of stick up. It doesn't have magnets, but maybe. I don't know. It's you guys, how you want to take it, but yeah. I mean, I don't know where they're going. They might be going out of town for a little bit. That's true, so and then all of a sudden, your flashby is useless. No, they go to the mall, and they wander the mall for a while, doing young adult things, going to bookstores and going to clothing shops and shopping. You see she's spending his hard-earned money. Money, 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 money. Happily, he follows her around and does these shopping things, and... You can tell, I'm sure you guys are following after. I saw some really good stealth rolls from earlier. He's, yeah, he goes along with it. Go ahead. Sorry, Max. You said they go to a bookstore? A bookstore. Uh, while I'm, while I'm keeping eyes on them, I'm gonna try and pick up a, a pocket copy of the Kama Sutra. Okay. You need that. Well, he needs it, so. <laughs> you gonna slide it into his bag? I'll, I'll find, I'll find a way to get it to him. Okay. <laughs> when we, when we, when we get him, <laughs> Be like, here, you need this. He's <laughs> faking it. Sorry. <laughs> and I want my fly spy to follow close enough to be able to hear anything they talk about. They talk about family affairs and dealing with family and his work. And, you know, he mentions that promotion thing from earlier. So, yeah, just casual conversation. Nothing that would tip you off. She does ask about his next, uh, what does he have to work tomorrow? And he says, I've got to work both jobs. And she says, well, when do you, she, he says, I work the silver station in the morning. And then after that, I go to uh, the greater clothing store in uh, Tacoma. And so he's going to be at work all day. And she's like, oh, darn. 
And then that night, you know, they head back. You guys follow. You guys are doing just fine. They get back to the the house. Of course, they're driving around town in that wide body. So you get pluses to follow them because it's the most horrendous looking vehicle. You should Google it. A tuning wide body GTI. So it's easy to follow them. And uh, so you get back to the house. And again, they go through their nightly routines of uh, smushing. <clears throat> I'm giving them a moment to look at the horrendous car. Oh, eh. What'd you say, GTI wide body? Yeah, tuning GTI wide body or tuning wide body GTI. Pretty boxy. Yeah. Oh no, that don't look that bad. Fair enough. Everybody has their own taste. I personally don't find it attractive. I mean, I'm not into that type of car, but somebody would be. Yeah. So once again, the next day is work come up, and he heads out. What are you guys doing? The next day, you said. The next day. Well, back up. Okay, back it up. That night, I want to go talk to Yan Yan. How how long do the effects of tempo last? Uh, well, small doses last about three to four hours. I want to try some tempo. Okay. She'll hook you up with a small dose. And she said, you know, she wants you to be comfortable. She'll offer you one of her SimSense chairs to relax in. She won't hook you up to the SimSense. Uh, she asked you about any neural cyberware. I, I ha- I'll tell her about the... Thing I have with vehicles and machines and stuff. She says, okay, that shouldn't be a problem then. The only thing it really messes with is those people who have the wires that make them move faster. That government yeah. military stuff. Yeah. No, I don't have any bionics. No. Right. She said that'll mess you up. It lasts about three or four hours and she'll be more than happy to uh, make sure to be there with you as much as possible. Okay, great. And she gives you a dose of tempo. I, I want to try to talk John into doing it too. Odysseus. Come on, man. It'll be fun. Uh, uh, one of us has to be on watch, but this counts as your nap. They're sleeping. Work first. First. All right. Okay, so she'll say, all right, I'll get Ivanka to go with you while you take it. Okay. And she crawls up into another one of the chairs. She gets herself a dose of the tempo. Doesn't even no flinch or nothing. Pops a little lid, throws it onto her tongue, and then lays back into the chair. Okay. I'm just going to wait to see what happens. I'm I'm all about with Ivanka. Or, or are you going to take it? I mean, describe. Oh yeah, down it. There's a sensation. It is illuminating. Your magic rating goes up by one. You don't even have a magic rating, but for a moment, you feel this sensation that you can't even begin to explain. Your body being surging. It is incredible. You feel your spirit, and that's the best way you can describe it. Separate from your heavy heavy body and you find yourself floating in the trailer it's actually quite beautiful in this trailer you can see Ivanka floating next to you and your body laying in the chair you can see Odysseus standing nearby he is a vibrant colored spirit as he's moving around the room and looking nearby his feet there's a little girl made of fire who's staring at you and she immediately dashes behind Odysseus to hide you can see there are plants in the room they have glow effects the walls have strange effects it's like looking at some sort of crazy weird x-ray infrared vision stuff is Odysseus in the room with me then or am I seeing through walls you're no he's in the room I'm assuming you're in the room watching everybody. Yeah. I'm gonna And Odysseus is in the back room watching Lino's house. Okay. So he's not in the room. Yeah, he's not in the room with you. He's in another room watching Lino's house on, on call. Um yeah, then in that case, like I said, I'm just this is an experiment, so I'm not gonna try to do anything special. Okay. Um, 
I'm just I'm just observing what happens to me. The girl Ivanka floats up to she is just like you. She's butt ass naked. There is no clothes, no coverings. You can see that Odysseus and people who are still not whatever you you don't know how to describe it. They're wearing clothes. Even the little fire girl looked like she was wearing clothes, but you guys, no clothes. She sits there and says, where do you want to go? And you hear her voice, it like echoes, it's musical, it's amazing. It makes you feel hearing the sound of her voice. Where do I want to go? Your voice echoes. It feels amazing to hear your own voice. I want to go out to the ocean. All right, she grabs your hand and you've gone in the Matrix and you've kind of like soared around and saw how the VR shit works. This is fucking phenomenal. You fly at speeds you've never known. You see the ground speeding underneath you. And after a moment, passing through rain clouds filled with a variety of strange swirling masses, the two of you, Ivanka and yourself, are at the beach on the docks in Seattle rain next to the ocean, which looks like vibrant, beautiful colors, rainbows scattering in all places. And as every raindrop makes a ripple of multiple colors. Cool, man. She nods. Very cool. I guess I'll kiss her or something. All right. Busting moves. You you just reach out and start kissing her, and she reciprocates and presses herself into you. And the two of you all begin smushing right there above the ground, <laughs> floating. Oh, weird. <laughs> Hours pass, you know, at least an hour or so passes, and the experience is mind-blowing. You've been high when you've had sex before. You've done drugs and other things. But the tactile sensations that you're feeling are at no describable level. And it's so undescribable that you gain two karma for doing it. All right. She's like, do you want to go explore around? We have a little bit more time before the tempo wears off. I would love to. You begin scouring around the city, flying around, looking. There are other things like you that fly, too. She points them out. She calls them spirits. She shows you areas where they've got markings, like tribal symbols and ancient arcane magic user bullshit here and there. You get to witness two mages casting spells at each other. It looks amazing. You guys run from spirits that seem to chase after you, things with gnashing teeth. She laughs mostly as they chase after, but you know what? it looked pretty fucking scary to you. At some point, you get back to... You get to, at some point you get to the realization, the temple's starting to wear off. Things aren't as brilliant as they were beforehand. They actually have more clarity, less vibrance, less mixing of colors. So she says it's time to get back. I'll follow her. We, and she says specifically, we don't want to be too far from our bodies when this wears off. It's not okay. Okay. But she does express that we still have at least half an hour or so. So you get back to the trailer and, where you saw your body beforehand, it's still there, but now you can definitively see inside of your body, unlike Odysseus's body, which is still vibrant and glowing, there are black spots. Ooh. What are those black spots? She points over to her body, where you remember I told you she had a data jack attached to her head? Mm -hmm. There's a black spot. She says, when you lose a piece of yourself to the machine, it takes a piece of your soul with it and leaves those spots. And she points yes. out, you can tell where the control rig is in your head and stuff like that. I don't remember. I think that's the only uh, bit of cyberware you do have. Yeah. Yeah. That's scary. Yep. And it's pitch black, like no color, no light, no nothing. 
Looks kind of like a spider web in your head. Okay. I'm done with this now. <laughs> She's like, well, it's you have to get to a bad trip. I'm not liking this. Spider <laughs> <laughs> webs in my head. He's... And then, of course, you hear that from the other room as he's jumping out of the chair. Spider webs in my head. Spider webs in my head. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Quick, giving him an adrenaline shot. He's coming down too hard. Okay. It's past 10 o'clock. This was great fun. Thank you for taking the job. Both y'all will get a karma for taking the job and getting started on it. You guys look really good and professional. Actively trying to find out what's going on with Yin. Uh, Yi is uh, moving down another direction for your character, so that's another karma for you, John. Can I do something before? Because I'll forget it by next time. What's that? When I come out, when I come to you, I want to ask, I want to say to John or Odysseus, did you know you have a little fire spirit following you? I'm, um, I guess I'll be a little shocked because he's, by the way, when he says this, he's like, Hey, did you know this? You know, like he's really happy. Yeah. <laughs> be like, um, yes. How did you know? That tempt us some weird things, man. <laughs> You'll have to tell me about it after I get in. Yeah. Very cool. Jay, we need to, before we end, we need to do the addiction rolls for tempo because you did your first hit. Okay. Oh, let me find it again. Interesting enough, Tempo is very addictive to non-spellcasting, non-magica-attributed individuals, but it's not as effective for those who have magic themselves. Because I now want to do it for real. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? If there was a drug out there that allowed me to astrally project and see the world in that weird... I would... Yeah, that's happening. I mean, I I don't do drugs, but that sounds like one of those better than life moments. Yeah, same here. Okay, it is both a psychological and a physiological, so you have to roll twice. First one is the logic and your will, and the second one is your body and will. So the first one, logic and will. Okay, so eights for my logic and will. I rolled a three. Great, that's good. And then the other was body and will? Yes. That's not so good. Three. Oh, yeah, you did fine, you did fine. Okay, so let's figure this up. Eleven. Uh-huh. Okay. No, no, Okay. At this point in time, you can feel it. If you were to hit it immediately and go again, yeah, it's going to be hella harder. But if you wait for a little while, it's going to come back down and it won't be so bad. You you made your test, but there's only like a little bit of the effect left over. So, yeah, you're kind of like on the plus side. Don't hit it again for at least uh, a day or two. Okay. Do I need to write like a number down? No. Like what level I'm at with it or? No, there's nothing to write down. Your threshold okay. is at zero. If there's a number, the number is zero. Okay. Ow, sir. All right. I want to wish everybody a wonderful good night, and we will see you later. Bye. Good night, everyone. How is Odysseus going to react when he finally he found out that somebody else now knows about fear? That's how I'd like to see how that works out. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm going to have to think how he'd react, because uh, he was going to be a secret for like, as long as possible. Yeah. When... Fira is in the astral plane around you. She actively tries to avoid anyone that she sees with magic. Jay's character has no magic. And the moment he takes a dose of tempo, he's magical. And she can't hide because she doesn't know this is about to happen. So it's no save versus box text, but a poor little thing. Yeah. When um, Sonny's around or Alan's around or... Pollux, and they're like, Astral Perceive, she's already aware who they are and she's trying to hide from them. Good stuff. I think it's good. Yeah, this is it's going to help our characters develop a, a relationship. That's what I was hoping on. That's what I was really hoping on. Because I think a driver and a gunman is going to be an interesting combo. 
Thanks for listening to the original Box Set Shadowrun podcast. Our runners will pick up where we left off next week. In the meantime, you can connect with us via Facebook or YouTube to check out actual play videos of the original box set playing Shadowrun and other tabletop RPGs. You can also swing by our website at originalboxset.com and check out our gaming calendar, additional information about our games, and images that inspire our worlds and characters. And if you're enjoying our work, please consider becoming a patron over at patreon.com slash originalboxset so that we can continue to bring you this podcast as well as other great actual plays and entertainment. Today's featured music is titled Epic Song from Alpha Brutal, and trust me, the whole song is pretty epic, so check it out. We'll catch you next week, chummers. And now for all this legal dreck. Original Box Set is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial 4.0 International License. You can share us, but please give us credit. The Tops Company, Inc. has sole ownership over the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company, Inc. has granted permission to Original Box Set, that's us, to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with Original Box Set in any official capacity whatsoever. Oh my goodness, that's so much. Okay, bye.